my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today, talking about the Lord's Supper. How many of us, once a month or so, or at the first of each month, meet in our services on Sunday and uh, take communion? Um, many services do that, and when we go up and, you know, collect the elements, um, whether it be juice and bread, um, they're symbolic. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And um, as a personal testimony, I just wanted to say that, you know, I used to uh, take the elements and then I would go back and uh, I would find a little quiet place to sit and I would bow my head and I would ask the Lord if there was any unconfessed sins because after all, I wanted to make sure I was okay with Him when I left that service that day. And, you know... The thing about it is, when we did that, um, we're forgetting that Jesus said, Take this in remembrance of me, not me, and so not us. But a lot of times that's what we do. We, we focus on us, our behavior, our sins for the past week or the past month. And uh, instead of focusing on Jesus, um, like he said to do in remembrance of me, Jesus said, um, instead of focusing in on what he did for us um, and what he does in us and through us, we're, we're focused on us. And see, that was a problem. Um, and so there was order at the Lord's Supper. The Apostle Paul, you might be familiar with this when he writes to the Corinthians and he says to examine yourselves. He says this in 1 Corinthians 11:28. He says, That is why you should examine yourselves before eating the bread and drinking the cup. Well, first of all, we have to get this in context because when we take these, this verse out of context, and, and we did, we took this way out of context. First of all, the Apostle Paul is addressing the Corinthians. Okay, and the reason why he's addressing the Corinthians is because they were carnal. You see, a carnal Christian is just living from the flesh. You cannot tell a carnal Christian from the world, meaning the unbelievers in this world. Um, their behavior is the same. And in some cases, um, carnal Christians' behavior is worse than uh, sinners' behaviors, um, unbelievers. Um, for an example, um, over the years, Corinth became known for its rampant prostitution. A high percentage of the population was slaves and temples dedicated to Aphrodite, Neptune, and other um, false gods were a huge part of their culture. In fact, the Corinthians incorporated sex with their temple slaves into their lives so much that around the world, people began to nickname loose women as Corinthian women. That's why the Apostle Paul addressed the body of Christ at Corinth and said, This is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. Okay, so what does he mean by this? What does he mean by examining yourself? That's what we're going to talk about. Um, because um, they're acting inconsistent with who they really are in Christ. That's why he's uh, telling them... Uh, to examine themselves. So let's go through this in the context. First of all, to get its full context, we want to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 17 through 22. And we see here 
Starting with verse 17, he says, But in the following instructions, I cannot praise you, for it sounds as if more harm than good is done when you meet together. First I hear that there are divisions among you when you meet as a church. And to some extent, I believe it. So there's divisions in the body of Christ there at Corinth, and so he doesn't like that. That's one reason why he says to examine themselves. Um, and of course, uh, there are, he says this, he says, of course, there must be divisions among you so that you who have God's approval will be recognized. When you meet together, he said in the next verse, you are not really interested in the Lord's Supper. So they're not really interested in the communion and what it symbolizes, you see. Not at all. They're not interested at all. That's what he says. Then he goes on to say, For some of you hurry to eat your own meal without sharing with others. As a result, some go hungry while others get drunk. What? Don't you have your own homes for eating and drinking? Or do you really want to disgrace God's church and shame the poor? What, I, what am I supposed to say? Do you want me to praise you? Well, I certainly will not praise you for this. Get a picture of this. This is a picture of the Corinthians coming in. Um, and when they're uh, observing the Lord's Supper. And say they're <clears throat> passing the cup around. And uh, the cup has wine in it, and it's just symbolic. They come in. You got one guy, one Corinth coming in here and takes the cup and just drinks the whole thing. Because he's more interested in getting drunk than anything. He doesn't even care about what it symbolizes, you see. And then he grabs a big old chunk of bread, you know, not leaving any bread for those to, to take communion. So... You know, and they have plenty of food at home. They have plenty of money and wine at their own house. But they come in and do this in the service. So that's why he's saying, you know, you guys are acting like a bunch of idiots. You know, that's why Paul, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he goes to remind them of who they are. You know, he says, anyone in Christ is a new creature. Old things passed away. Behold, all things become new. And so he has to remind them of who they are because they don't know. That's another reason why he uh, writes his first, you know, in 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, he addresses them as saints in Christ. So he's trying to teach them who they are in Christ. You know, the Holy Spirit is in the body of Christ to teach us everything we need to know. And so one of the Holy Spirit wants to do in the Corinthian church is convict them of their righteousness in Christ because it's only the love of God and our identity knowing how loved we are as children of God in Christ is that is the only thing that will be catalyst for change in our life and so 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23 and 24 he goes on to say this the apostle Paul says for I pass on to you what I receive from the Lord himself on the night when he was betrayed and the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You see, so the bread was symbolic, first of all, to the body of Christ and 
the bread of life. You know, the full loaf of bread, of course, the bread of life is Jesus Christ himself. But when we just take a little piece of that bread, it's just symbolic to us being a member of the body of Christ, you see. But also remember the bread is symbolic to life in Christ. See, Jesus Christ gave himself, he gave his life for us so he could give his life to us. So he could live his life through us. So the bread, when we take of the bread, it's symbolic to the life that he has given us in him. You see, of course, when we drink of the cup, that's going to be symbolic to our sins being forgiven. And so that is the new covenant. That is um, salvation, forgiveness, and life in Christ. And so we have to remember that when we take of that communion, it's just symbolic. We don't remember our sins. We don't, you know, Jesus is saying, take, you know, do this in remembrance of me. You see, so to take this and, and apply this in our own lives um, is really taking this out of context. <coughs> Excuse me. So when we take this scripture out of context, unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of confusion. So what we want to do is remember that Paul was addressing the body of Christ at Corinth because they were acting inconsistent with who they really were. Thank you.